0: Hey, Chris Spangle Show listeners, thanks so much for listening. Uh, this is an episode of We're Libertarians. Uh, usually you hear in this feed my conversations and interviews with folks, but we also do the panel show called We're Libertarians. There's a separate feed for it, uh, but the I also like to mix it in on this podcast. So uh, take a listen. Harry and I talk a little bit about copyright, but you may hear a weird new intro, and I don't want you to be confused by it. So check it out right here on The Chris Spangle Show.
1: All right, let's get back to some boring subjects. Understand the risks to our country. Freedom brings people together.
0: You're listening to the We Are Libertarians Network. Learn more at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to We Are Libertarians. My name is Chris Spangle. That is Harry Price. Uh, today, I have no idea what we're doing. So I'll tell you a little bit on the other side of these commercials, uh, the plan. Maybe Harry can tell us the plan, but a little bit of a change of format, and uh, we'll talk about it on the other side. So stay tuned right after these words. Warning, this show is for adults, produced by semi-adults, so the language is sometimes strong and offensive. Uh, I don't know what I said, uh-huh.
2: Welcome to We Are Libertarians, where our goal is to help you sound smarter while talking to
0: your friends. We examine current events from a libertarian perspective while treating modern politics with all of the irreverence it deserves. There has been lie after lie.
2: We toss out the screaming heads, put people before political parties, and
0: give context to the news to make you think. Now, here's our host, a 15-year veteran of politics and media, Chris Spangle. All right, welcome back to We Are Libertarians. My name is Chris Spangle. Harry Price, how are you today? Going good, going good. Yeah. Uh, Harry, you, uh, you you almost sound like you're on your computer, but maybe you're what? maybe tap your mic for me. Let's hear that. All right, you're on your mic. It just could be up a little bit more. All
2: right, sorry, I could probably like it
0: So Harry and I haven't met since I don't know when February, whenever we talked to uh, our friends from the Fab, uh, the Fake-Ass Book Club podcast. Mm-hmm. Well, we got together in the Doolittle Studios, and uh, so I said, hey, let's get together and talk about a plan for moving forward so we can be somewhat regular and just stick to this because Harry has uh, a young child, I have two young children, and it just becomes very difficult. So, you know, we are libertarians, morphed into the Chris Spangle show, and that out of necessity has become a lot of conversations and much more focused on my interests uh, as a result, because uh, it's the called the Chris Bangle Show, and you know, but we do love the panel format when we can do it. Uh, it's just that, look, the old days of coming over on Tuesday night at seven p.m. drinking some beers and chit chatting till eleven don't work when your wife won't let your friends come over and uh, you're tired by five p.m. So. Uh, we we brought we are libertarians back. We fell off the rails a little bit, uh, but we we kind of want to tweak things a little bit. So Harry's like, I don't want to do the Chris Spangle show, and I understand why because, you know, what we have always done traditionally is take uh, uh, something in the current events of the news of the day. This week, for instance, it would be Trump's third indictment and breaking that down and going through it. And I tried to do some of that on the Chris Spangle show, but in reality. Uh, I have a new policy. I don't like... I like to wait for the facts. Mm -hmm. And I don't like to talk about things that I don't really understand. And what that has done is made my research and understanding of things much, much slower than maybe the uh, constant current cycle of news uh, demands, right? So it's it's hard when you've got three full-time jobs plus two little kids and a wife and a family to uh, spend 20 hours a week like I used to researching some of the stuff. Um, you know, but I-, I can give quick reactions on the Chris Spangle Show, and I'm going to start doing more of that in the-, in the Patreon behind the paywall. So please sign up for that. Uh, really would help us out. We're starting to get to the point where we're not making any profit, and I've always said if I'm starting to have to pay out of my pocket for the We Are Libertarians podcast network, and the Chris Spangle Show. I, I'll just start cutting. I'll start cutting shows. Look, Brian Nichols, Boss Hog, Loki Wall, you're on notice. <laughs> Don't make me release you as into free agency. So please sign up for the Patreon to support my efforts as in podcasting and our collective efforts. Um, so Harry and I talked, and mm-hmm. uh, we love chit chatting with each other. We love chit chatting with all of our friends. We love chit chatting with Reinhold and. Uh, well, that's it. Yeah, Everybody that's it. else sucks, but uh, no, I'm just kidding, Paul so we we just sat and like, what do we wanna do with this? If we can't kind of keep up with current events in the same way that we did three years ago, four years ago, if we can't really uh get together every week like we did four or five years ago, how do we want to do it? And so what we agreed on was Harry basically. Once a month, we're going to get together at the Doolittle Studios or we're online today because I was out of town and I woke up at 1030 and I'm tired. So, uh, <laughs> I'm really tired today, Harry. <laughs> I, I have a really, I had a really cool opportunity that I will tell you about that is mm-hmm. um, something I never thought I would be able to do, something that is very fun and uh, that you will get to watch at some point in the near future. Uh, but stay tuned for that. It was, it was very, very fun, um, but very demanding. So, um, long story short, what we're going to do on the first of the month, uh, the first Saturday of the month, is get together, Harry and I and our panel of folks, mm-hmm. and I'm not going to prepare at all, which is the exact opposite of what we used to do. Harry is going to bring us uh, the panel And you, the audience, chatting on our YouTube, Twitch, or Facebook. Not Facebook today because I'm banned for 90 days because I posted a photo during the Chinese spy balloon era Mm -hmm. of Hunter holding some balloons flying through the sky. And the caption was Chinese spy balloon. Hilarious and accurate. Mm -hmm. And they won't let me delete it. So they just keep using it to ban me. Uh, so, I, I keep getting dinged for this stupid meme that I can't find or delete, uh, so they, they won't let me live stream on Facebook, uh, but we want you to get in on the comments, and we want you to participate, and so, you know, generally, 10 o'clock on the first Saturday of the month, tune in live as we do this, uh, particular show, uh, it, Ace Undead says, classic deer leader. That's right. Getting banned for memes is one of the classic deer leader traits. Uh, I'm not even mean about things. You know, I just post the truth, okay? In a funny way. Um, But Harry has prepared some videos for us. And we'll prepare some things that no one on the panel knows about. It's going to be Harry's little secret. uh, And he is going to bring it here to the show and surprise us and uh harry this was really your idea so i'm telling people that if that if it fails wildly i can blame you
2: correct yeah yeah i'm great for experimenting trying different things out it's main thing we do on low key uh, on monday nights so if you like this type of like but maybe not this we don't do this but we do a lot of um like just experimenting just trying different formats out and just you know and just having a lot of fun um that one is a little bit less politics we do You know, we kind of, like, go around the edges on that show. But this one, and even today, like, this one's not really, like, technically, like, delve into too much of the politics on what's going on. This is more of going off to the side of it. So I got, like, a couple of videos that I just kind of, you know, of people in different spaces that I am sure that Chris Bank does not even have on his radar. And probably some of the listeners don't even, like, watch. Like, I'm... Perpetually online, especially now that I work remote. <laughs> you know, you're very be...
0: online, as as uh, those of us in the real world like to say.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. The only time I'm ever offline is if I'm at the gym or yeah, or doing hot yoga. Other than that, I'm probably online because <laughs> you know, it's, it's just easier this way.
0: Yeah. So uh, Harry's going to surprise us here after we thank our patrons, and uh, I like the idea of Harry taking me into spaces that I don't see. I have for 25, 30 years just existed in the conservative magazine opinion space. So, like, National Review people and uh, people that that are kind of in that vein, that's sort of been my formative um, uh, group of people that have helped me understand politics. And then, you know, the libertarian vein of Reason Magazine and, and uh, Ron Paul and some of that. So, like, that's always kind of been my thing. That's my feed. And Harry has a much different uh, view, so we're gonna, you know, we're we're just testing it out today, mm-hmm. just to kind of get our feet under us, yep. and then, you know, next time, next month, we'll mix in people like Reinhold and some other mm-hmm. people, and and uh, talk like that. But we just wanted to do this today, just he and I, mm-hmm. to work it work it out and kind of set the template. Um, yep. But first, this would not be possible without our patrons. You know, we are so grateful for everybody that donates to the Patreon. You are the ones that fund several different shows, like The Boss Hog of Liberty, like Loki Wall, like uh, Enemy of Our Enemy with our friend Hody Johns, Brian Nichols, and uh, The Chris Spangle Show, and all the history podcasts that I'm working on quietly behind the scenes. Uh, And we want to thank especially our $100 a month members, Vincent Peichel, Lars Nordscott, Nordscott. Nordskog. Yes, I was right. Okay. Matthew Durbin, Reinhold, Christy Avery, and never last and certainly not least, our good friend Jason Doolittle, who has been, uh, like Christy, uh, you know, and and Reinhold, too. I mean, Reinhold's given a lot. Christy Avery has given a lot. Jason Doolittle has given a lot. And for many, many years, uh, and, you know, Matthew Durbin, Lars... Vince, you guys are getting up there, and we appreciate you guys. You guys are the backbone of everything that we do, and we're grateful for your contributions, as well as everybody else that is a patron. So, please, go to patreon.com slash libertarians, sign up there, continue our efforts. Uh, you know, kids are very expensive. Uh, <laughs> so, I just, you know, we're, we're working on some uh, things that are going to help us grow, and uh, I just... You know, it's if you get something out of all of the shows that we do, out of the Chris Spangle show, out of the We Are Libertarians, then you've got to pony up. That's just how it works. You know, it's it's value for value, Harry. Yeah,
2: I did scare dear leader a little bit because I, I sent him like some of these screenshots of the photos of the receipts when uh, Gunther was the Niku, Yeah, uh, it was like, yeah, this is what we pay. This is many
0: years of salary for me. I was like, holy cow. Uh, yeah, uh, Christy says, I miss Profiles on Liberty, and Caleb and I, Caleb Franz is, uh, Franz Franz, is, uh, working on a book, and we'll have his book out soon, and then he and I have talked, once he's kind of done with that, um, he may bring back Profiles on Liberty, he and I are talking about working on a different history podcast, mixing in maybe some stuff on the Chris Spangle Show, but Caleb and I are in talks on a new history podcast in addition to his Profiles in Liberty. So, uh, moving forward, my career is going to be less libertarianism and more history. That's what I'm interested in, it's what I love, uh, and frankly, there's just not much about the libertarian movement that I appreciate. But I'm definitely hairy in a space where I am a libertarian, I love these ideas, and I'm more interested in kind of the development of the ideas and how we got here. Uh, I've brought back Liberty Explained. You can go check out the most recent episode there. Um, That's really what the History of Modern Politics podcast is about. Um, You know, so there's... I'm working on a few different history podcasts, and one of them is with Caleb, so... Yeah, I don't know, Harry. You and I met at like a libertarian movement event, mm-hmm. and we've what? covered it for a long time. But it's not even just the Mises people. Like the fakertarians people bug me too. It's just I don't mm-hmm. I, I don't look at the Libertarian Party or uh, I, I, you know, liberty LibertyExplain dot com has like all these collections of organizations that were really big ten years ago. Most of them are n- either not functioning anymore or are just completely right-wing pro-Trumpy trying to get a bite of the grift pie, <laughs> and there's not many organizations that I think are just kind of like purely trying to talk about the ideas. Remnant Trust is one, Liberty Liberty Fund is one of them, um, and that's sort of, I think, what interests me, Harry, is the philosophical side of it as opposed to like which libertarian presidential candidate is going to pop up and get one and a (laughs) half percent.
2: Yeah. Or like which one is the real one? Don't vote for that one. That one's the fake one. Right. You know, but, but yeah, I feel you on that one because it's, it's more of a, I also like, especially with Loki, I want to do like, yes, believe in these ideals and I do this thing, but I'm also, I do other things like I'm into computers. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I like bringing, um, Vincent, everyone else on like, Hey, we, we talked, we did the whole media, um, that brought our, uh, that shaped our ideals. So it's just yeah. be like, hey, listen, like, hey, we watch these anime, we listen to this type of music. You know, so you can see people in these spaces doing the same things. Like, yes, yeah, like, so the whole spirit to me was like, we are libertarians of, This is us doing things, out in the world doing things, being libertarians in different spaces, you know?
0: Yeah, you're you're exactly right. Like, the whole point of it was always, we're a libertarian show that is having fun, Mm -hmm. chit chatting about the ideas, but you could not be a libertarian and listen to it and enjoy it, which is really where I'll ask you to set up the first clip, but that's sort of why, what we want to get back to, that spirit, at least (laughs) once a month, having a show like that where we're maybe talking about some different things. That's just not straight up niche, boring, what everybody else is doing type stuff.
2: Yeah correct yeah the first clip i actually have set up is uh from uh great podcast i listen to them all, like I listen with their podcast watch their youtube channel all the time it is uh that's really cool amazing different stuff i really discovered him doing when this person was doing uh what they called like virus discussion or virus discussion uh, discussion so they would set up like a virtual environment and talk like hey this is what this virus is this is what it does really cool stuff um i i like to do it but it's like you know, it's, you know, it's, but it's not my jam. I like watching it versus in sitting there banging my head against okay, the wall.
0: Okay, so this is a YouTube channel or what, that talks about viruses?
2: This is, yeah, he does that too, but he does all kinds of different other things. This video that we're going to watching is because of a dust-up that happened on X or
0: Twitter. Twitter, it's Twitter. We're not calling it X. Fuck that. <laughs> it's not, it's not Max. It's HBO Max. We're not doing this bullshit. We're going to call it HBO Max, and we're going to call it Twitter, and I don't give a shit. I don't care what you want to call it. I'm tired of Icarus flying too close to the sun. Reality will set in, and it's going to stop here. It is a tweet. It is Twitter. And take your damn sign down. It's annoying. I'm not an anti-Elon person like Harry is. I don't have a knee-jerk reaction, but this one annoyed me. And bring back blocking because there's a lot of people I want to block. I don't want to hear from them.
2: Sorry, I was uh, <laughs> I was waiting for you also to do the Picard speak. The line must be drawn here
0: and now. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I refuse. I will not call it Max. I will not call it X. Stop it. So,
2: so it's so it's a Deer creep to you.
0: Yes, it's the it's still the it's still the Hoosier Dome to me. Damn it. <laughs>
2: That's fine. That's fine. All right. All right. So anyways, so a dust up on Twitter um, happened between uh, Mudahar, a.k.a. some ordinary gamer, and um, one of the largest streamers on, like, out there in the world right now, um, which is XQC. Does a lot of amazing uh, different streams, for, but, but a lot of it, like, gambling and react streams. And the dust up happened, which we'll show, uh, kick up the video, is the um, is the reaction to it. So, you know, I want to set it up. all right. All mm-hmm. right. Yeah, here we go.
1: <laughs> today's video is about a little controversy yeah, okay so. who's this guy
2: this guy this is Mudahar aka voices okay. uh, YouTube channel with some, some ordinary gamers which you know like I said Great pod, great podcast. Check them out. Watch some stuff. We are not going to watch the whole video. I've got some time codes. We're gonna so we'll skip around. I've also lowered the quality down because you know I want you to go on his channel, watch it in full HD and amazing. Also, it's lower space on the hard drive too.
0: Okay,
2: <laughs> <All> <laughs> right. I'm honest. Hit <laughs> play.
1: All right. uh, a little bit of juicy, uh, you know, debate back and forth.
2: Oh, I just noticed. Like the be uploading it here to the streaming. I can't see the. I don't have no time.
0: Oh no! Do you want to? Do want to <laughs> pause here and you pull up the YouTube video?
2: Uh, I Wait a minute. Oh, okay, okay. Apparently, okay, I can see it now. No, I have to hover over the dots.
0: See, this is why we, we wanted to d- do it with him and I, so we could work out the kinks. You're you're listening yeah. to a pilot, a concept <laughs> episode. Yeah,
2: yeah, concept. Concept behind the scenes. Usually, we do this, you know. You know, we do stuff like this without anyone watching. But you know, why do it? You know,
0: well, look, no not way. having our shit together and being unprepared is classic wall. Okay, All right. All right.
2: Let's see. Gotta. This is working. All right. Wait. Wait. It's better and e- easier in VLC. I will say this. <laughs> So, I think I will probably queue them up in like marks and VLC well, for take, next time. Take, you take it up.
0: out of StreamYard and then put it into VLC and then pull up the VLC streamer and yeah, just this share that work. window.
2: I, I got it. This will work. This is work because I don't, you know, I this is working. I don't want to like sit there and try to share it and then I'm going to have to probably, I don't know. I don't know okay. what will happen. I really just do want this. a cheeseburger right
0: now. You're making, I don't know why I'm hungry.
2: Oh, I'm, I'm starving. I just did like a 60 minute hit Pilates class, and I just and I, yeah, yeah. I only showered and sat down at this desk. I was really hoping you would cancel so I could go get a cheeseburger. Uh,
0: no, we, our rule, our agreement is where we cannot cancel, no matter how much I <laughs> wanted to cancel last night, so I could take a, a Somnex and sleep till three in the afternoon. <laughs> I, I did not.
2: That's fine. That's fine. Maybe you know we should start. You know, welcome. Anyways, I'm going to hit this video
1: so we get going because I want a cheeseburger now. <laughs> Anyways, back to the video. ...claiming tools, then yes, I'm going to talk about it. Anybody that's suing a YouTuber, I will talk about it, because these are insane situations to be getting into. Life-changing, life-ruining scenarios in certain cases. So this all kind of stemmed from the fact that one creator, Bub Film, said Lamina spends months researching, scripting, editing a video just for React streamers to re-upload the entire thing and provide zero input. I said, shame garbage like this fills the recommendations tab, because...
2: So, yeah, this is what's setting it up. So, this this tweet, so basically, which, you, which we'll sh- go show through the video, is that a bunch of YouTube and like the whole YouTube space right now is getting filled up with people doing kind of like what we're doing, like reacting to this different content. Right. But it is way they're doing it. Like, right now, like, yes, I paused it. We shrank the video. We've done this thing and we aren't watching the whole thing. But, like, this will show you, like, and we'll get into this dust up that he had
0: with, it's like clout- I said, it's clout jacking. So, mm-hmm. a lot of the. You know, the reason that, like, Libertarians interviewed other Libertarians was so that, you know, Tom Woods could come on their show when he wasn't uh, – never mind. <coughs> uh, you know, when he when he was respectable. When, when, uh, right. When it, all that was hidden. It, right. And then, you know, you you have Tom Woods on so you can clout jack his to raise mm-hmm. your – right? So, yep. like, that's, that's part of, like – Joe Rogan has a platform, but there's some podcast in the comedy charts that reviews Joe Rogan podcasts. You know, and they're like number fifteen in the charts. And they I don't know what value they actually offer to people, but I would never listen to it because they're not offering the initial source. Like Lex Friedman. I don't know who Lex Friedman is, but Lex Friedman is able to get all these famous people. Mm -hmm. Um I think Dave Rubin's a great example of this. David Rubin offers absolutely nothing to anyone. He is an airhead. He is a clout chaser who uses the clout of people that have achieved something to try and make himself, to position himself within a certain space to make money. Uh, I have zero respect for that guy, right? He And so what a lot of people are doing who... They can't get Mr. Beast on their podcast. They don't have the talent of Mr. Beast. We'll go on and do a reaction video to Mr. Beast to use his algorithm lift and searchability <laughs> to get eyeballs on their stuff. And it works great, Harry.
2: Oh, So you say we should be watching the Mr. Beast
0: video? <laughs> no, I'm, 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 I'm just uh, yeah, saying, I'm just like, to, but yeah. I think it's, you know, I love Bub Film's <laughs> original point here because it it is really hard to sit down write a script mm-hmm. shoot that script edit that script mm-hmm. create the right thumbnail and to build an audience it you know it'll take you 10 hours to make a 3 minute little thing that really hits for mm-hmm. people i talked to a major instagram influencer she makes videos that are you know, reach millions of people. She started out small. You know, she spends three to ten hours on a 45-second clip, you know, Mm -hmm. only for other Mm -hmm. people to go and click the download tab to steal her shit. And I just, I think that's just classless to me. So, you know, it's it'd be better if people tried to do what Bub Films is doing, saying here, which is spend those months researching, creating value for people as opposed to just you know, trying to fill the recommendation tab mm-hmm. using the clout of other people who did the work. Yep.
2: Yep. 100%. Yep. So, yeah. So now you can actually see, like, oh, so this is what this is going to get into. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fun. I'm mean, going I
1: it does now there are some creators that are totally okay with reactive content some that aren't but of course the general idea of reactive content the ones that i've really talked about is no matter what if you upload somebody's entire video in full not only is that incredibly copyright infringing but because you're stuffing a finite amount of area in the youtube algorithm and the recommendations engine you yourself are stifling out other original creators on the platform now, I've always maintained that if you are reacting to videos on stream, that's totally okay. I think a lot of people do, especially when you're off on a different platform like Twitch, like Kick, like a Nico Nico TV, like Billy Billy TV, like TikTok Live. But it's when you take that reaction or sorry, that whole two hour video block or however long it may be that contains the entire video you've reacted to, re-upload it to YouTube, title it in the same way, use the same metadata and then ape on the algorithm. That's where the issue comes out from.
2: So, yeah, basically saying everything you just said, boom. It's, yeah, in plain English, just try to get people to understand, like, what the heck is going on? Why are they doing this
0: thing? Yeah, I don't think there should be, like, a law against it or anything like that. But I think a code of ethics will eventually spring up. Like, the written word (laughs) goes back, you know, what, to the 1500s? And over time, plagiarism became an unethical thing where, you know— Uh, You can still be a a blatant plagiarist and a total liar and become president. You didn't go to jail for your plagiarism, uh, but you know, back when there was some honor in 1988, your campaign got ended. I'm talking about Joe Biden. Look up his plagiarism scandal. But I think it's a good example, like in colleges, you're not going to go to jail for plagiarism, which Mm -hmm. if you don't know that word, that's where you blatantly just take a piece of writing. Like, I can't go to... uh, Jonah Goldberg's a writer that I like reading. I I can't just go copy and paste two paragraphs and say Chris Spangle wrote this. And you really can't even copy and paste. You know, there's limits as to how much you can kind of like highlight, right? And There's no <laughs> rules against it. You're not going to get banned from Substack. You're not going to get put in jail for it. But people within the community self-police and say, you know, you can't just, like, rip up other people's talents for your own. Uh, and it's self-policing. It's it's ethics, right? And uh, I think that'll develop in the video and, and podcasting space, is you mm-hmm. you will see, like, a guy like this who has a platform start to say, look, we need to standardize some ethics as to what you can and can't use of other people. Like, our, like we're taking this guy's video right now and trying to add some value to it Mm -hmm. and he's saying that's cool I'm fine with that because Mm -hmm. you're kind of promoting me but you're not ripping me off right so I think the internet age Harry part of what I've been thinking a lot about is how new all of this is like I was at the fair yesterday and you've, have, you've, I assume, been to the State Fair, and in one of the barns back in Pioneer Village, they have the mm-hmm. cabin from 1822. Yes. Right? And mm-hmm. they have a new chart, where this chart has the seven generations of people that came from the settlers who posted up there in 1821, mm-hmm. going back seven generations. And if you really look at those seven generations going back to 1821, mm-hmm. life through the 60s didn't really change for those people. Mm-hmm. They, they, you know, your main form of entertainment was reading a book you know, or mm-hmm. maybe going to a movie, you know, or a, a theater show or whatever, right? Like, they're... Mm-hmm. And I think once you get to the boomer generation, maybe Gen, the Gen Xers in that chart, the last, our generation and the previous mm-hmm. generation the acceleration of things has massively the internet has changed everything correct and blown apart the ethics because the world was so much smaller mm-hmm. until the 90s and we're just figuring a lot of things out right now yeah
2: yeah not I'll try to like make this point real quick and get back to the video but like the um I just recently had a talk with a friend, and he was giving this great story because he was talking to a Mennonite, and was talking about like you know, like you could probably use a car. Why are you using this horse? And he just like, "Well, I just got to get to town. I'm going. I'm only going to, into town. I'm not going that far. I could I take it. I take all day. Then I need to be there." And then the other thing was is like my world is also a lot smaller than your world, so you have to understand like the car has making your world incredibly larger. Like I go through many towns a day just because I just want to go get milk, and I pass three stores because I want milk from this store, not milk from that store that's in my town just because I want to go there. Because there's other things I could pick up from the other store that I want. And the other thing of when people talk about, when the other thing with horses and stuff like that, which world being small, is that you can breed your horse. So if you may... so. The horse that you have, you probably didn't buy. You probably just been taking care of the descendants of of your great-great-grandpa's horse because he bought a horse back then, and you've just been keeping up care of the descendants. So you didn't have to buy your horse.
0: Michael Rose says, what is almost as bad is people who take other people's content and pass it off as theirs, but in a different language from the creators, which I didn't know was going on.
2: Yeah, that sounds awful. But probably, ha- especially happens in, especially, like, because people who speak English, unjust English, they probably, you know, don't know that, like, they're watching a content, or video of someone from a different language. And vice versa, like, someone could easily, now I'm thinking I may just start jacking the like, Chris Bangle stuff and just translate it to German and French.
0: <laughs> Go for it. Let's see how we do. I mean, sure, the Parisians will hear it and start writing. Probably.
1: probably. <laughs> Next, she decided to clap back and say, I wonder what triggers people like you so much. Revenue share? Audience split? Algorithm? I heard this complaint a million times. And most public figures try to attack it from multiple angles. Now, at this moment in time, nobody's bringing up revenue. I'm just really talking about the impressions, right? Based on the finite recommendations algorithm, if I'm trying to watch videos out of like 12 possible blocks after my first YouTube video, and all of a sudden, my 12 recommended videos, like five of them are reaction videos because I've watched similar content, and obviously the metadata is being aped, that's a problem. That's what people are talking about because it stifles out original creators. That's pretty much it. Now, I really responded back after that by saying, I know you're not the brightest, but I didn't expect you to be this intellectually dishonest. And I pretty much go with the entire statement that I made. I've even said that we've demonized individuals like Jinx back in the day for being a terrible reaction creator. Now, to understand, the reaction history on YouTube has been insane throughout the years. And I'm going to go... So yeah,
2: so he goes to different different examples like that, but like I, but I want you guys to go watch that video, watch his stuff like that. He did research, go like that. It's really cool videos that he does. But like the thing is, like with Jinx back in 2017, is that he would le- le- legitimately like would put on like whole videos, So it's almost like he would put on a let's just say like a Brian Nichols video and just watch the video with him, really small in the corner, just watch kind it. Kind
0: of mystery science theater 3000. It not even that. It's just more like oh darn man you got uh, that oh, that's the worst ooh. okay it's <laughs> <They're> just like <laughs> right no no added value to it just literally right. reacting to it right mm-hmm. okay
2: ah, oh yeah which like i can understand like when people were doing that to like big studio trailers you know like i haven't seen the trailer yet we're going to react to this trailer which you know like angry joe like i watched angry joe all the time i love angry joe stuff uh brian hates angry joe i like angry joe which he would, they would sit there, do that ooh and ah, and then stop, and then do the frame breakdown of the whole video. Like, yes, we just watched this this trailer. We're gonna ooh and ah, and then we're gonna keep going with this thing. So it was like, you know, it's it's and it's an amazing time, but because you want to watch it there, but it usually waits. You know, let the trailer comes out, let everybody watch it, let it get through that thing, then make something like that. But gotcha. but you yeah, and the other thing is like, shows like yes, so like the revenue share, this is huge, like. Especially right now, with ad revenue being basically in the toilet right now, for like
0: ads, it's it's brutal. Yeah, our friend Eric Larson of uh, uh, of uh, I am blinking on uh, Paradox. Excuse me. Um, He does a show for Michigan State uh, Sports, basically, and they just their their network just folded underneath them. That happened to us at the pat down. Like it just, hey, next week we're folding. So find a new way to host your show. It's, ad revenue is completely crumbled. So you've got... That's why we're so blessed and fortunate to have our patrons mm-hmm. is that we don't have to worry about relying on advertising. We get a little ad revenue um, mm-hmm. from obviously the ads that you hear from the Spotify ad network, mm-hmm. um, which basically helped pay our bandwidth bill. Um, but it, 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 it has gone down five times what it was last year so what i could usually count on as a pretty decent check that would be three to five times our streaming or co- our, our bandwidth costs is now one-to-one so it's just that few people mm-hmm. are are advertising
2: yep yeah
0: yeah And it's yeah it's hitting everything it's
2: that's why like um it's if you watch a lot of different like different streamers, the like thing that you watch them because they all, you know, you see more of the other, uh, which is like the lower value ad revenue ads people are doing. Um, like, like I do one that, because uh, we're not going to do an ad for those. I refuse. Like it did raid shadow legend. You see more of that's the type of like ads. Did you get through? And, um, but yeah, it's yeah. Brett, your website that if you frequent up somebody's website, and you like their content. Toss them a you know a dollar or something like that in our Patreon or buy a T shirt from them.
0: Buy, one dollar, yeah, I love our one dollar patrons, but we get thirty cents from that. So yeah, yeah. five dollars is is very helpful. Yeah,
2: because yeah, because Patreon takes a fee on that, and then like which last this week, what is it that was the whole thing with the whole kerfuffle at Patreon because they were really slow to start paying people this week.
0: I don't know. If really? You saw that. Yeah, yeah. I got yeah. mine, so I'm okay, but. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I noticed you didn't say anything, I was just like, oh, well, maybe it's not, because I saw the news report, I'm like, well, maybe it's not as big, or, you know, they only go after certain people. But,
0: so No, the uh, the problem is, like, if Patreon folded, and I thought about switching Patreon back when, you know, they were banning people, um, they've been really decent about that, and, and kind of taking a different tact, but um, I'd have to get everybody to go re-enter their credit card somewhere else, right. yeah. and... Which- of them may do it, 50%, you know, so we've got that problem at Bob and Tom where I, you know, I'm on outdated technology because I can't lose half my people. So it's, yeah, that's that's one of the problems with the sponsorship model is if you want to move somewhere else, it's really difficult.
2: Mm Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. And that's the other reason why it keeps uh, fluffing like an uh, uh, alpha Goog alpha of YouTube. You know, people stay on it because it's, it's too hard to move an right, audience. Right. Know? And the people that can and do move the audience, like whether you love or hate Stephen Crowder, he, his audience is, is able to just move with him everywhere right. he goes, which that is valuable. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I can, you know, so like I said, love or hate him, at least his audience is really The,
0: the core him. of it is, is have you built a community around your content. One of our big problems was getting banned from Facebook and it kind of killed off our community. So there's not Mm -hmm. as much community around the podcast as there was before Facebook killed off our group, which we just kind of lost connections to all of these people. Mm -hmm. And we have got like 300 people in our new Facebook group, but it's not the 2,500 with half of that being active in the group. And so, you know, people always, when in my podcast consulting business say, well, how do I monetize this? Like, you've got to work really hard to build community and connect mm-hmm. with your audience, sometimes on a one-to-one personal level, um, through events, through groups, through, you know, mm-hmm. what you do with Low-Key Wall is talk to people and be reliable content. We're going to be mm-hmm. here Monday night at 8, at 8 p.m. and join in and the conversation. You know, but m- revenue and monetization happens with th- th- basically you have to be consistent so people can rely on you to become, you become their habit. Mm -hmm. And then second, you have to uh, offer them friendship. Like, you know that famous meme of people like sitting next to the sign of people laughing, you know, and Mm -hmm. it's like, this is what it's like to listen to a podcast. Mm -hmm. You know, if people have to feel like they're part of a community. And so if you're a habit and they kind of get some friendship from it, then they'll Mm -hmm. be, they'll gladly Buy products, buy t-shirts, move with you, um, and you're never going to do that if you're ripping off other people's content to kind of bring it back, Harry.
2: Correct, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're never going to get that, yeah, yeah. You're just, yeah, you're just, you're chasing after ads, so you're just going after Big Fish and just, or just doing it. Let me, rel- let me say
0: something to Christy Avery, and I feel the live, real lives help with community. They do. But I stopped the fake lives because you, could, you complained constantly. So it, it's been like a year, so be quiet yeah real y- y'all stopped y'all could bitch so much that i stopped i i I cost myself hundreds of views of my content because you and her wouldn't shut up about it. <laughs> look at the power
2: of low key okay see see that no, key holders the, the power of
0: being annoying see the power we
2: have key holders that's the that's is like that what call you people. call each other yeah, yeah key holders yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, we're still workshopping that day. Right now, it's like, you know, the in-place name is Key Holders.
0: What so. else does this fella have to say?
2: <laughs> All right. So then we're setting up things. So now we're going to show, like, I, I fast-forwarded to the of the markers. so we're not going to do, like, for, uh, there's, like, bad actions and examples and licensing, uh, like, of people doing, like, good right in the, in the field. Because, like, what you did say early on, which is those the video goes into is what they talk about where there's a code of ethics so like other YouTubers like copywriting striking another youtuber is is very in bad taste and it's can get you shunned from a lot of different like YouTubers' computers like you sent a copyright strike to someone you know unless they're blatantly just going after somebody like blatantly copywriting you. It's you
0: know, yeah I learned that I have this power at Bob and Tom so people rip off our content all the time. Mm-hmm. And uh co- a comedian, I just kind of bulk uh, mm-hmm. went through and said, hey, take this down. Mm-hmm. And they threatened to remove, a couple that I missed an error, uh, they were like, we're going to remove your channel because of copyright strikes, which I was surprised by. So, mm-hmm. But I could take it back so it fixed the problem. But mm-hmm. YouTube's kind of getting real serious about ripping off other people's content and a creator like this guy or us has the power now mm-hmm. to take your channel if you rip us off too much.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Action transformative content. But once you say I'm watching a video I like to my people, you have literally admitted that you're not putting a video up for fair use purposes. You're not there to comment on it. You're not necessarily there to report news. You're not there for offering like actual critique commentary. You're literally just showing a video you like to your people. Now, I'm going to just tell you right now we can argue in a similar way. uh, Another comparison. I like the movie Hackers. I want to show it to my audience. Let me upload that review onto YouTube. Oh, shit, or not review, that reaction to YouTube. Oh, wait, this independent studio called Metro Goldwyn Meyer is now suing me. Oh, shit, how could I have avoided this? Now, XQC even watched animes like Hunter x Hunter and The Dark Knight. The Dark Knight, where Kickstaff had to go in and be like, we just gave you a deal. Don't ruin it. Why was that not uploaded to YouTube?
2: Yeah, so, yeah, XQC just got, what is it, like, became one of the highest paid people. In, in no, like in, in sports, for beginning the massive deal from uh, uh, with Kick was like a hun- which is rumored to be around a hundred million dollars to stream on Kick, and it was sit there watching The Dark Knight on their platform, just watching the video, <laughs> just watching the movie in the little screen. Uh, I couldn't imagine having the money of a hundred billion dollars <laughs> and what I could do with content with a hundred billion dollars. I know exactly I wouldn't sit there and watch the dark. I would, if,
0: if I had, I had another thousand dollars a month, Harry, mm-hmm. I would have a studio. I would have staff. I would have us making, like, produce TikToks that would teach the history of libertarianism, the history mm-hmm. of political philosophy. I would have us. I would have us doing regular content, talking about current events and applying libertarian thinking to it. Mm-hmm. Like, if I had $1,000 more a month, I would do that, right? I have I have $1,200 a month right now, and so I can pay for all of our services and do this amount of content. But if I had $100 million, I would have a studio like MGM creating... Co- I mean, wh- why would you just sit there and watch... Like this is this is like thirteen year old wants to be a pro YouTuber crap. hmm It's crazy. Yep. Yep. Larger streamer. Larger streamer. Crazy. Was
1: it because uh, you didn't want to share that with the YouTube Andes, the frogs? Or, uh, you know, maybe it's because there was a big studio stopping it the entire time, and you realize that you couldn't get away with it, and you could have actually faced a lawsuit. XCC's numbers are actually so large that some people, if they were suing him, could consider him a broadcaster at this point, believe it or not. Now, XQC's response to me was, damn, I knew you liked using big words so that people would give your takes more importance. Uh, Dog, where did I use a big word here? Okay, let's look through my entire thing. Intellectually, so intellectually, that's six syllables, inherently, inherently, four syllables. Dog, I'm sorry. It's basic English, okay? We both went to university. You went for chemistry, if I'm not mistaken. I went for computer sciences. We didn't take real English, but at least we know that it's a language that we use. Come on now. Stop it. Little brother used... Reddit is down the hole and to the left. Used a 2017 example where I talk about jinx. Um, yeah, we talked about why that was demonized back then. And for the large part, people still demonize it now. I'm sure there are some fervent supporters of this behavior, but then again, they don't have actual evidence. They don't have facts. They don't have a cogent point for this. Also, I talked to most of the YouTubers. I take big content pieces from and react to maybe send a daily dose of the internet, a call and compare numbers on uploads and react. Actually, it might be a pretty good idea, but talking to most of the YouTubers isn't exactly a good answer. Uh, unless your team is talking to all of them your team never contacted me for watching any of my videos again I'm not feeling bad about it but I'm just saying if you're gonna say that you're talking to most you should try to talk to all I-
2: yeah so it shows like a lot of the, the what is it like the bad, bad bad, bad bad you know the you know his basically bad faith response to his to like a to it but like like I said that's the power of like a, like XQC has, like how many numbers he has. So like I said, not only did he has that hundred million dollar contract with kick, like it's the fact of how many people actually watch his streams. Like if you get onto his streams on Twitch or kick, he's got so many people watching him. He's considered a broadcaster, almost a broadcaster at that point, because how many people are watching yet he's willing to go through and pull, basically reach down, grab someone else's video and then bring it up there and watch it. And if you said like, if he's doing it to actually promote and stuff like that, like actually promote things and help people to like basically like pull other channels up into the stream, that would be okay, you know. Or reach out to them like, hey, I would like to do your video and maybe like share some other. Hey, I made this from watching your video. Here's some of the cash
0: for you, helping you out. Maybe that would be okay. But well, that's really happening. So yeah, it's a- yeah. I um, I don't have anything to add to that. Surprisingly, okay. that's fine. That's fine. Try to. so so I could scan I I think what I ought to do is take XQC's watching of the dark night and then download it and then watch XQC watching the dark night and comment on XQC's commentary (laughs) that's I think what I'm gonna do
2: It's okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna start like with just downloading like the Brian Nichols show, re-watching the Brian Nichols show, <laughs> just comment on it. Let's see how see how long it takes to drive up. Can you it. do it with
0: Reinhold? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and then Brian can watch Reinhold watching Brian and then mm-hmm. comment on Reinhold. That'd be awesome.
2: <laughs> we just should do a whole circle.
0: <laughs> Let's just say they're not on the same side. <laughs>
2: <laughs> It'd be great. We should do it. it would be a great week. it would be a great week. We just we just start a video. I should start a video from Low-Key Wall and just like let it go for the entire podcast of the week. As we all just make a copy of a copy of a copy, should be great. Anyways.
1: Or, you know, they may sometimes rise. It really is a, a, a throw of the coin, so to speak. Now, one could argue nobody would watch this kind of content if it wasn't for a reactive streamer. And this is where we get into situations where, I just have to say it, it doesn't matter what the audience in the situation thinks, okay? Because at the end of the day, uploading somebody's entire video onto your channel is very much against the law, against the legal framework of copyright and fair use. Now, when we look at copyright and fair use in this situation,
2: now granted, like uh, he's in, he's in Canada, he's in America's attic, uh, and he is ta- so he's talking about Canadian law and the United States north. law. Yeah, he's up there, that terrible country up north, which you know eventually they'll become just a you know we'll, we'll, we'll carve that up.
0: I uh, look that we beat them in 1812, uh, yeah. and we shouldn't have let them live. Hey, Manifest Destiny 2.0. That's okay. right. Mm-hmm. We left the white people alone. Let's treat... Them. How about American government treat the Canadians like they treated uh, everybody who wasn't white? Tell
2: you, this will work out. We'll, and if, we'll just start going north and we on the guys that we're just going to give the land back.
0: Oh, I stop in Canada. Let's just go over Canada, keep going into Russia. Let's go.
2: Personally, personally, honestly, like I... Anyways, I don't want to get into that discussion. All right, let's continue questions. on. Yes.
0: Uh, <laughs> I do have a question before
2: we go. Like, do you also have the ability to pause and watch the video, or is that only my control?
0: Uh right. I think it's just you. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, that, yeah. Well that's not
2: awesome. I was really was hoping like you could like pause, especially we got to a was like, hold on, what did you just say and rewind but uh, you can't That sucks, but it's fine.
0: I'm gonna show you from the no, I do have the ability to pause and, and all that. Yeah. I just figured. Oh, it nice. Out. Nice. Yeah. nice. Okay, nice. Let's keep all going. Right. Hey, that's
2: good. Like I said, we're testing out bugs here. So now like I could put a video up and if he says something weird and rewind, he you know, he's got you know he doesn't have to ask. That's
0: Harry, right. what do you think of the point that he made?
2: Hmm? What the point of what the All Stanford acts, University acts the video. Okay?
0: So there are four
1: factors
2: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, maybe you shouldn't have this
1: power. <laughs>
2: I have too much power. <gasps> All right, let's. Go. so he's basically going he's getting ready to go over like the laws of yeah, fair use
0: fair, fair use is something that we talk a lot about at bob and tom because we use other people's news stories to generate our content and you know i've thought a lot about it here too and looked into it and people misuse fair use they just sort of say well i'm i'm talking about it and tweaking it with my commentary so that's fair use that's not exactly what fair use means so it's kind of mm-hmm. good that he's covering exactly what this is correct yeah yeah yeah
2: it beats yeah so like if i sat here in my room with my beanie on and just look, read new york times constantly at people it's different
1: Judges consider the purpose and character of your use, the nature of the copyrighted work, the amount of substantiality, and the effect of the use upon the potential market. All very important. So, for instance, one of them is the transformative character, the factor. Has the material you've taken from the original work been transformed by adding new expression or meaning, new information, aesthetics, insights, and understanding? In a lot of cases, sitting around, watching a video, and then fucking doing one of these, or, uh... Hey boys, I just uh, I just pinched one off in the old bathroom there. I'll fucking dropped some nuclear bombs uh, if you catch my drift. Oppenheimer at that toilet—that's not exactly informative.
2: <laughs> Oppenheimer the toilet. That's funny. But, yeah. So what this is comes from? So one of the largest political lefty political streamer Hassan and Nabi Jank uh cousin, right? Mm-hmm. The thing he does—he will put up whole videos of someone's content. While sit there eating his cheeky nuggies in his mansion, all right? So this yeah, rich because the,
0: the, the, look, Harry, the problem here is communists. <laughs> you and I both know it. We have the 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 conservatives were right about the educational system. We've created a generation of communists who think that content creators shouldn't get paid and that they should be able to rip off the hard work of other people. And let me tell you, creating content is actually difficult. It's not. Mm-hmm working in a coal mine difficult it's not working as a construction crew on a road difficult Mm -hmm. but if everybody could be a content creator that got to this guy's level or Mm -hmm. i get paid to be me people Mm -hmm. pay me to be chris spangle and i get paid well to do that and it's because i have spent 20 years learning how to i don't know create content that other people find interesting or to bring a unique perspective or to talk without a lot of ums and stutters and be precise in what Mm -hmm. i say and to be funny as i do it right like there there's a skill set that i have that people pay me for and to rip off that stuff and just say you know well you, you. I don't find you landlord to be a legitimate person so I'm going to kill you and take your property because mm-hmm. it belongs to the collective or I'm going to steal your content because this it's it's a generation of people who saw nothing wrong with Napster and as much as I didn't like Metallica back in the day they did have kind of a point Harry that you can't just steal people's content because somebody had to pay you have no idea how much money it actually takes to create a TV show. You have no idea how much money it takes to create a radio show. You think that it just means that people sit down and talk into a microphone. But 50, 60 people work on the radio show that I work for. Each Mm -hmm. one of them needs health insurance. Each one of them has Mm -hmm. benefits. Each one of them has life insurance and dental insurance and should be paid a fair wage and the disparity in entertainment of what the top makes and what the bottom makes. I understand why the writers are striking, but all those people should be paid a fair wage. It's it, it it does suck when people at the top are making millions of dollars and the people at the bottom are making 30,000 a year. Right. Mm -hmm. But we have a whole generation of people under 40 that think that it's just easy to do all this and it's not it takes skill it takes talent it takes time and people should be paid for it but communism is the problem harry
2: yeah yeah but that's okay they're also raising a group of kids who sit there and watch them continue to do this and they're like i can do this too yeah and, and I, I think say- that's
0: cool like i think the the writer strike has like broadened this. So now there's like a whole bunch of people who are working on independent movies and -hmm. it could be a huge boon to the independent movie industry, right? Like Mm -hmm. the breakdown, as much as I hate the breakdown of the radio industry, my dream was to do a talk radio show. Like, I I don't know that I'd want to go work for a, uh, of one of the five conglomerates that run radio networks. Why would I want to do that when I could do this? my own way and if i'm good enough then i can build my audience right but it turns out i'm marginal at this so i've built a marginally good audience harry <laughs> right you know it's it's opened up so many new people to do stuff and i think that's all cool but mm-hmm. you know we really i think it's just about being a person of honor yep. and that's the problem with communist harry they have no honor <laughs> they think everything is theirs Well, yeah, yeah. Well, to be fair, nothing was really stolen, you know. Right. Why should, should, you know, you saw it earlier in the comment. Why should this guy get paid (laughs) revenue when that guy thinks that he should take the content for the revenue for himself? That guy's a communist. I guarantee it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing with the, I think, I don't want to go, like, because we talked about the residual stuff on um, Monday on uh, Low Key was, like, the idea of, I can understand, like, the different residuals for, like, for streaming. But I'm wondering if, like, once data really comes out, it's like, what if there's, the stream services just cost more to run the things and those things check? Or they actually you
0: are getting screwed. Or no one's really watching it. Who knows? I pay just- for bandwidth. So the more people that download the We Are Libertarians podcast or stream it, the mm-hmm. more I have to pay Megaphone. hmm Right? So at Bob and Tom, we stream to... Different services, and the more people that listen, the more we have to pay for that. Mm-hmm. And so, we run ads on that stuff. I run mm-hmm. ads on the podcast to pay for that bandwidth. Yes. And you know, the goal is to make more profit than have your cost, but there's a cost to it. Mm-hmm. It's not as simple as just, I think, because people can kind of turn on a Twitch stream and can broadcast to Instagram Live, they just sort of think like this stuff is cheap. Mm-hmm. But a reality TV show will have hundreds of people working on what you think, uh, oh, well, there must be five camera, five people on a camera crew mm-hmm. following a guy on Survivor. Well, no, there's like 300 people in the Philippines on the Survivor set, right? Mm-hmm. A- a- including the talent, including the, right? So yeah, none, of this, none of this stuff is free, you know? And that's, yeah. th- I think, you know, uh, I... I was saying, well, I bought this many books and Tad Western was like, Well, why didn't you just steal it off of Napster? I'm like, Why would I do that to somebody? So I think when you make your living the way that I make my living, you mm-hmm. you sort of go, you know, look, I'm half happy and I'm comfortable. I make a right. middle a middle class lower middle class wage, right? Doing the things that I love. Get it is not hard. It's everything I love, but like I could easily just end up selling insurance because the ad markets falls through and this thing falls through. And then all of a sudden I have an no audience and I'm done. Right. Yeah. So it's a much riskier proposition with high up rewards, but people just sort of, I think because we grew up on Napster, well, why don't you just steal that book? Well, somebody spent the average time to write a book mm-hmm. is a book is, uh, 10 years of a person's life distilled down into three years of writing into a single day where it's published. Yep. And what is the 10 years of gathering knowledge and the three years of hard work worth, right? Mm-hmm. They're gambling. Caleb is gambling. He's been working nonstop in this book. And when it gets released, that time should be worth something, mm-hmm. right? And it may be worth something to... 50 people or maybe something to 10,000 people or a million people and hopefully it's more right yeah um but I uh, i i know i'm rambling but i i want to make one one more point I... um you know it's it, it's just sort of changed Every, everything's changed through the pandemic right <laughs> uh now i'm not gonna make this point let's I'll move on it's okay. not germane it's All interesting, right. but it's not part of the subject we're we're just discussing. <laughs> I'll save it for another day.
2: <laughs> see, see. I have to make sure he's hungry so he wants to end this. My thing, wife so is making day.
0: like hamburger helper or something downstairs and I'm dying right now. <laughs> so uh let's let's try to uh. land this plane in ten minutes, Harry. Oh,
2: man. All right, well, I've got, I've got like, four more videos to go No, through.
0: well, we'll just have to do this video, and then we. <laughs> I think what we can do is, you know, maybe that single Saturday, we could do two episodes and then make it a bi-monthly yeah. show, maybe. Yeah,
2: consider If
0: yeah, we also- add in Reinhold and other people to comment in, in here, it's going to add an hour per person. Oh, yeah,
2: yeah. Probably, probably, yeah. Um, one of the uh, uh, YouTubers I watched yeah, they get up to, what, 12 to, they did a 20-hour stream for a, <laughs> No. trying to go through a video, which when I showed it to Ryan Hall, he's like, yes, let's do that. And I'm like, <sighs> No, oh, I will I go know. to sleep. What are you doing? I will, go, I oh will go to sleep. Come on, baby. What are you doing? Middle of your rant. No, but this is with the end. Like I've got, there's like a little bit more on here where they just more of a talk about more fair use and give some great examples. But I really did want to touch on that Hassan Abi would because, like I said, he is one of the largest lefty streamers on Twitch, and he will constantly do that. We'll put your video on and comment about it and i'm not talking about like studios just like if he wanted to say like well this is where chris is wrong he will get up let your video keep playing where you're sitting there doing all this work describing about indian history will go let his audience watch it on his stream get the money in the chats for a bit and then come back to start commenting on it again. and yeah it seems it's acceptable and twitch won't do anything about this you know because mm. because you have to know he's doing this to sit there like so yeah, yeah. It's almost like, uh, I don't know, maybe it's a business I should probably like, get producer Paul to do, like, just watch his stream and send information to people so they can't
0: be right strike It's just impossible. Like, you know, managing the digital brand for a Heritage 40-year Hall of Fame radio show with hundreds of, 100 affiliates, like, mm-hmm. you know, with 60 albums worth of material. Mm-hmm. Uh, I could have somebody all day sit on YouTube and taking down the stuff that we are entitled to earn revenue on right. that other people steal and upload to YouTube mm-hmm. but what's the cost benefit of that right like taking somebody else's material down isn't it kind of better to maybe leave some of that so fans yeah. can have access to that material yeah. that you're not going to have time to post as a staff of 4 in the digital department like right you know what's what or what's the egregious stuff right that that you want to take down I don't know, like, they're, yeah, and these services are so overwhelmed with reports Mm -hmm. that they can't functionally, the algorithms don't effectively police it, AI can't do it well, people Mm -hmm. can't do it well, Mm -hmm. the the turnover in compliance departments is huge because people are watching torture videos when you, Mm -hmm. you know, they're watching child horrific things going on with children, like, so people who work at Facebook's reporting department like are traumatized and need PTSD yes. counseling. So yeah, uh, literally. Um so yeah. I don't know, it's 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 gotten better, but you as a creator always kind of have to determine do we want to take this down? Yes, this is egregious. No, let's leave this because it can be helpful in marketing mm-hmm. us. It's Correct. it's I don't know, there's there's no like rule book on it. It's just your yeah. gut feeling. Yeah. Or you're commenting underneath
2: the video, "Hey, thank you for enjoying my work. Can you at least credit my video?"
0: Yeah, exactly. So, and people you know. are happy to do that when you ask.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think the other thing that like, like which, which I think um, Facebook does, not Facebook, uh, YouTube dulls out but very sparingly to only certain big networks is the ability to leave the video up but you get to claim the ad money on it, ad yeah. revenue from it, which, you know, they only give that to the big name players, which also forces small people to want to join up the big, you know, big, you know, uh, network, sorry.
0: yeah no I mean that's a great thing so like if in, we live stream the radio show and somebody you know Tom plays smoke on the water mm-hmm. we don't get our video taken down we can just send that revenue to the creator or we can mm-hmm. mute it or edit it out you know so yeah. I think YouTube and the music industry have kind of reached a point where they realize this isn't gonna change mm-hmm. and so how can we create tools that enhance mm-hmm. everybody's experience while kind of being fair I never
2: thought about like the compliance nightmare. of your show, especially with the guy just sitting there, oh like, god! I'm a radio show. I can play music all I want. Like, Ooh.
0: yeah. Well, we have, you know, we have uh, licenses for on air, mm-hmm. and there is no licenses for podcasting, right? So you no. put, you got to edit that stuff out of a podcast uh, because the copyright law in a podcast. If I started playing music right now, mm-hmm. the last judgment was that it is considered Napster. So if I were to play copyrighted music in this podcast right now, Mm -hmm. um, YouTube has a way to deal with it, which we just talked about. But in podcasting, it's been Mm -hmm. ruled by a judge that it's an illegal music download. So that's why you can't use copyrighted music in podcasting. Mm -hmm. Um, And they're working on that licensing situation in the future where you can Mm -hmm. i could go and sign up to blanket cover the we are libertarians network podcast so we could play copywritten music right oh that's gonna be expensive um but i pay 30 bucks a month one of my costs is 30 bucks a month to a service called podcastmusic.com to allow Mm -hmm. me to play you're listening to the we are libertarians podcast network find all of our shows at we are com. that bed underneath it this part so, I have to pay 30 bucks a month to be allowed mm-hmm. to use that bed music. You know, I yep. paid for this thing.
1: All right, let's get back to some boring subjects.
0: Right, that was created. I paid 150 bucks for that created intro, and mm-hmm. I don't ever have to pay them another dime for that intro, mm-hmm. but to use the... That's royalty-free. I don't have to pay them every time I play it. I have to Mm -hmm. pay them a monthly fee for a blanket license to use that. Um, So that's just another one of those hidden costs of, like, running a podcast is that you've got that stuff in there. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, I mean, there's – if you get caught, right? If you get caught playing Led Zeppelin Mm -hmm. by somebody, let's – they have to police that, right? I can play Led Zeppelin in this podcast all I want. But you've got to catch me to find me, but if you find mm-hmm. me it can be life ruiningly expensive for Correct. for creating an illegal download in this podcast. Yeah.
2: Hey, but those licensing agents, uh, those people that own the licenses to the music, they pay people to go through and like find these things. Yeah. Like Ado- Adobe does. Adobe does this. They hunt, like I tell people every time, it's like, why why buy the Pro when I just get the suit edition? I'm like, Adobe pays people to hunt you that down. There's little watermarks in it, and they find out, mm-hmm. they will come after you. Just pay them the money.
0: So if you, I don't know how they do it, but if you, um, Apple has a podcast promotional thing so you Mm -hmm. can go to this website and download a promo image Mm -hmm. for your podcast or your episode and if you share that image on social media you get credit in your podcast rankings Mm. and I don't know if there's some sort of metadata in that how they track track that you know because i'm thinking if i just download it to my computer and upload it to social media you've rewritten kind of some of the metadata but they figured it out right um and it's like like you said there there are people who are hired in cities to go around to various restaurants barber shops mm-hmm. stores to walk in and listen to the music that is playing in the background mm-hmm. and then ask to see the license for that music Yep, and ASCAP yep. and BMI hires people to go and bust small business owners for mm-hmm. illegally playing music that they didn't pay a license for. Yep, and that's another little hidden cost that every business owner has to pay uh, mm-hmm. to Sirius XM or to you know all different services that run this stuff. Pandora has a service, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, like you said, there are yeah. compliance officers all around just trying to be mm-hmm. cops.
2: Yep, yep, they do it to gyms and stuff like that. Like, uh, just say like your local small town gym, you know, like they put, like, if you wonder, like, why does the music suck at your gym? That's why, that's why they can't yeah. they don't have to pay the little thing. What is it? Uh, I forget what the sticker they have to put on the window is, but yeah, there's a like a for, for some of their like the proof that they have the license. So yeah. It's on, like, it also happens to karaoke too, like when
0: you do like karaoke bars, stuff like that, but yeah.
2: Yeah, but yeah, that was the video. I want. I was gonna go to a second one. No, we'll (laughs) have to. We'll
0: have to save it. You know, maybe next time we get together, we do just we plan two episodes, and then we can. Yeah. Or or maybe we just stick a one episode a month and not get greedy. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. The next video, like, it's also be good because this one is like it's hot. It's really one I really like. Like a lot of people are watching it right now because of what happened in the thing. So um, it won't even be quick. Like if you, (laughs) but and so next week well next month sorry next month
0: you'll like it yeah. all right cool all right harry uh good video good discussion thanks so much love mm-hmm. you appreciate you uh, appreciate all of you listening to we are libertarians uh and uh, simulcasted on the chris spangle show we thank you so much and if you liked it share it don't mm-hmm. rip it off actually share it yeah. from the service that you're watching on all right thanks so much we appreciate you and we'll see you again here on we are libertarians